Father God, bless this time. Bless this service, oh Lord Jesus. Put your fiery hands of protection, oh Lord Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit in the midst. Thank you, oh Lord Jesus. Father God, we just welcome everyone on this line. We praise you, oh Lord, because you're worth being praised, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Hallelujah. God. Now we'll have our bishop, by our bishop, Angela Young. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Thank Hallelujah. you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Our scripture reading today will be coming from Psalms 133. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life, forevermore. May the Lord add a blessing to his written word. Amen. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. May the Lord add a blessing to his written word. Amen. 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 
my Savior. You know, regardless of the situation, he's still worthy to be praised. You know that song, whatever my lot, he has taught me to say, it is well with my soul. And I think of because he's been too good to me. He's been too good for me. And I just want to give God the glory this morning. Amen. 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 Are there any other testimonies? As not, we will move on. Is there any other? Yes. Go ahead. This is Thomas, and I would like to testify that this is a unique time for all of us, and for me especially, because I'm stepping on new ground and learning new things. And having the opportunity to do so, I would like to thank, first of all, Bishop Angela Young, and very much, most of all, Elder DeVita Bishop. Because without their help, their opportunity that they present to me, I don't know that I would do as I would like to do as well as I'm trying to do. Amen. So I do thank these ladies. I do thank God for giving me an opportunity to know Bishop Young. And especially I would like to thank God being able to say that I do love this elder beat to be the bishop. Amen. So their love and their help and their guidance and their confidence and faith in me, I believe does come from God because that can be no other way. So thank you and thank God. Amen. 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 Elder Johnny, could you do the prayer for the sick? We have many on the prayer list that are asking for prayer, that are um, sick in their bodies, and uh, I ask for prayer for my neighbor that we continue to pray for her, Rosemary. Um, she is at Mountain Ridge Rehab. And she starts her chemotherapy on tomorrow. I also just ask that you all just uh, pray for those that uh, suffer from mental illness. Um, that have, uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on and people need the Lord. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of people that suffer with depression and mental illness. Um, and they may not say a word, but um, I'm asking for prayer for those and those that are just um, struggling with diverse things going on in their body. We know that the Lord's a healer, and we have others that are on the uh, sick Hello? list as Hello? well. Is it, is it on oh, mute? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here I am. I had it on mute. I'm sorry. Now we're going to go in and pray for those. They're sick and shut in. We're going to ask our elder, uh, elder Johnny Coleman to come and pray for Amen. those who are on the prayer list. 
Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you again, Father God, for being our Heavenly Father. We thank you, Father God, to bless the ones in the hospitals, the prisons, the homeless, Father God. Just bless each and every one all over the world, Father God. Whatever that they are going through, Father God, we know that you is a healer. Father God, we know that, Father God, without you, we are nothing. Father God, we know there's nothing too big or nothing too small that you can't do. Father God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. Yes. And we give you the praise because you are worthy to be praised all the time. And Father God, we just thank you right now. Father God, to waking us up this today, Father God. Not only today, but Father God, every day that you wake us up, Father God, is thanksgiving to us. Amen. Father God, we thank you right now. Yes, Father God, we had a hundred million tongues. We still couldn't praise your name enough. Yes. But where you have brought us from, Father God. Father God, you have brought us from a mighty, mighty long way. And Father God, we thank you. We thank you right now, thank Father you, God, Lord. to bless us. That we can call on your name. Yes, anywhere, Jesus. Anytime. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for dying on the cross, Father God. You didn't have to do it, but you did. Father God, you raised the third day with all power. Yes. Father God, we thank you right now. Yes, Lord. Keep me loving on the promise. Father God, the blessed that we can talk. We can call on you, Father God. We can call on your name, Father God. We know what we know what we know. And we know, Father God, that you answer prayer. Father God, you say that you'll never leave us, you'll never forsake us. Father God, you say trust in you. Believe in you, Father God. Yes, Father God, we thank you right now. We thank you, Father God. Blessing each and every one, Father God. Whatever that they are going through, Father God, all we have to do is trust in you. Give it to you, Father yes. God. Because we know that you can handle it. Father yes. God, we know that you don't need us. We need you. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love, Father God. We know that you's a healer. Father God, that you's a way maker. Father God, we know that you can open doors that no man can open. And close doors that no man can close. Father God, we, yes. give, we give you the praise. Father God, we just thank you right now. We say yes, Lord. We yes, just want Lord. to be obedient. We yes, just want Lord. to serve you.
her life. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And now we'll have our announcements for the week of November 26, 2023. On Wednesday, we'll have Doom Day Prayer with Elder Kirkland at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Line. It will be on the prayer line. And on Thursday, we have Thursday prayer and Bible study at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then our regular services on Sunday at 2 p.m. And those are the, the announcements for this week. I have one. Okay. Um, this Tuesday would have been Elder Lee's birthday. And this is, uh, we had it on our calendar, but right now we don't have a, a calendar, a physical calendar or a virtual calendar. But I just remind everybody that on the 28th, we celebrate Elder Lee's birthday in memory of him and what he did for this ministry, being the co-founder. And so we ask that everybody have a hot dog or a chili dog. In member of elderly, that was his favorite. That was his favorite. Was a hot dog with chili and mustard and onions. But if you don't eat hot dogs, you could do a vegan dog or you could do a something to just remember his birthday. Amen. Don't forget the ginger ale. Yeah, the ginger ale. Amen. Thank you, thank you, Elder Davida. So have a hot dog and a ginger ale, as he called it, a ginger ale on Tuesday. Amen. 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 And now we'll have um, for our offering. We'll just see all those to give an offering. To either give offering by a cash out, and that is uh, Bishop Angie sixty. Offering by our cash up Bishop Angie 60. Or if you don't have cash up, you can mail it at Attention Bishop Angela Young for About My Father's Business, Peel Box 1487, Black Mountain, NC 28711. Again, that's Attention Bishop Angela Young for About My Father's Business. P.O. Box 1487, Black Mountain, N.C. 28711. Okay. And allow, Amen. can I say something, Apostle? Just allow me to yes. say that um, I've all, all the ministerial staff, we already know what our obligation is for today. So that's just a reminder. Um of what you know what we were going to do today. So just just keep that in mind. And like she said, if you don't have Cash App, you can put it in the mail. And we're going to make sure it gets to where it's supposed to go. Amen. 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 Now we have introduction of our speaker by Elder Davida Bishop. Amen. Now, if you indulge me, you know, I consider myself a slight wordsmith, but my introduction is coming from Ecclesiastes 3. 
Amen. And it, and it says in verse 1 that for everything there is a season, a time for everything actively under heaven. And verse 2 says, tell us a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest. And I'm coming from the New Living Translation Bible. And minister-elect of government Baker was born at 12.02 a.m. in Asheville, North Carolina on December the 12th. He was the son of the late deaconess Clementine Baker Allman and the late Thomas E. Baker. He was born in Asheville, North Carolina. He was raised in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he returned back to Asheville, North Carolina, where he was raised with his grandparents, and he was especially fond of his grandmother, Rachel. Where he was educated in the Asheville City school system. And in the Asheville City school system, he received three important things. Well, actually four. His love for community and its welfare and justice for all. The other thing it says in verse 4, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to cry, a time to laugh, a time to grieve, and a time to dance. And during that, he met his friend, his brother, and a sister for life, and they formed the dance troupe, the dance master. Amen. He graduated from Asheville High, Blanton's Junior College, with a CHTMA in 1981. He also graduated from the Central Florida Community College with a degree in criminal justice, CO1, in 1987. He worked in the prison system as a prison guard. He also graduated, well, he also went to South College in business administration, but he had to stop to care for his beloved grandmother, Rachel. He is the proud brother, the older brother, of the late Veronica Baker McCready and a brother to Clayborn Breaker. And he has many nieces, nephews, and great nieces and nephews, but he is also especially helping to raise his great nephew, Kennedy Babyface Mercer. Amen. And it also tells us in Ecclesiastes that it is a time to plant 
and he is the father of three handsome sons, a beautiful daughter, three grandsons, a granddaughter, and recently a great-granddaughter. And I will throw this in, and a very handsome, fuzzy-faced, hard-headed husky named Undo Lee. <laughs> He has worked in, tra in construction, but his favorite job of all is to work in transportation, whether it is a document and people. He's an entrepreneur. He has owned Baker Courier Service and also Executive Star Transportation. Amen. Proverbs 18 and 22 says in the New Living Translation, He who finds a wife finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. However, my personal testimony states that in January the 30th of 2008, after a life-changing injury, I was bedridden, and I cried out to God and asked God, what should I do? And God told me to write a list of things that I wanted him to do in my life and that he would do it. And, he and I wrote out on the list what I wanted God to do for me. And I told God that I wanted to start seminary that I needed a new computer to help me to do that, and I needed a new car. And I also asked God for Mr. Wright. No slight to Minister Elect Baker, but God knew better for me, and God showed himself to be Jehovah Jireh. He was a true provider. I started seminary during the fall. I got my new computer, and I got the new car that I desired. But June of 2008, I met Minister-elect Baker. And at first, I said, well, this isn't my Mr. Wright. But as I began to know him, and of March of 2012, the day before my birthday, I saw that he was the answer to a prophecy that was given to me in 2003. No, he wasn't Mr. Wright. He was Mr. Wright for me. Amen. I was told that I would meet a different type of man from what I normally dated. But yet a similar man to those in my life, such as my dad, my late father, and my late uncle, and my late brother. A man who was a provider, a man who was passionate, a man that would know how to pamper the women in his life, a man that knew the word of prayer, and a man that knew how to be a protector. I want to let you know that this man, to me, is a mighty man of valor. And after this 
harmonic selection that will be played. The next voice that you will hear after this musical selection will be that of my beloved minister-elect Thomas A. Baker. Amen. Brother Baker? Yes. Okay. It's on you. We're ready. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, first of all, good afternoon, church family. Good afternoon. And, uh, okay. There is a belief that God 
put forth all things, first of all, in his name, in his ideology, and everything after that would come in progressions of what is now, today, basically, for us anyway, mm-hmm. an American United States government system. Separation of church and state is now one of the most quietly controversial issues. Why it is so quiet is kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. But the premise being that Thomas Jefferson first put it quite simply. Congress shall not name any official religion. That was something he said publicly and privately. What it simply means for us is that he is trying to say that government So the way this worked is that both should be within their own spectrum of power, but none should be above the other. Mm-hmm. The church should not be able or allowed to dictate to the government, and the government should not appoint any one religion to be the religion of the United States as things were done in England more than 250, 60 years ago where the religion was the Church of England for a while. That created problems. There could be problems any time you have two powerful entities trying to control the process of living within a country. It is very difficult because at some point it could be quite contentious. There could be disagreements. There could be foul-ups. My... uh, belief here is is that God meant for there to be two different ways to run your world, your life, your country. One was that the church would have its place in doing the things and teaching and showing the way to go by religion, by faith. Whereas government would take care of the things that allow for people to live by physical and social means and taxes, things of that nature are for the government. Paying tribute and homage and respect to God, showing love to God was what the church's responsibility was to teach us how to do that, to show us how to do that. So for us, I think the point is clear. 
we should by now know the difference. If we don't, then it is time to get back to studying, as they say. If you notice, because some people say perhaps uh, we live with two entities, especially the government, dealing with a two-sided coin, where they're saying that, okay, if you look at a dollar bill, it says, in God we trust. It also says that on some of our coins. But notice, it doesn't say in the Catholics God or the Baptist God or the Protestant gods. It says in God. So what we're saying here now, I think, is that as long as as the Constitution reads, as Com Thomas Jefferson put it down, we have God as a guide, as a guiding light. It's not any particular religious mm -hmm. God, it's God. So no religion is named, no religion has absolute control. And that is the way that God wrote down those commandments, by the way, and handed them to Moses who brought them down from Mount Sinai. They were not a Jewish thing. They were not a Jewish law. They were the law of man. Because that is in particular the way God meant for it to be. Jews were the first and the chosen to receive these messages, to receive these laws. But they were meant for everyone or else he would not have had them written. God had Moses dictate them. So that makes them a document. It does not say anywhere that it's just a Jewish document. If it did, I've never known of it. I do know that some of our laws come from some of Moses' laws. The major one, thou shalt not kill. That is a moral law because government has a responsibility to show and guide moral and morality within the public sphere. So we are in that place where now we know we're supposed to obey the laws of man as they regard man and living socially in society. But we are also responsible to God to answer his laws, Amen. to respect his laws. Because when we do that, we are showing our love and our respect for God and for his teachings. The government does not ask us to love them. Mm -mm. The government asks us to live within them because that's what they're supposed to do and what we're supposed to do with them. And what we're supposed to do with God is a much more magnificent and important thing. We are to hear him, to listen to him, show us the way to getting to that end point in life where we stand before him. Mm -hmm. Those two things 
have their own kind of power. One is the power of public acknowledgement and learning. The other is the absolute power of God. And that is far, far greater than any government that has ever existed. Amen. And it always always will be. So in closing, I'm just going to say this. And I think this is very important. Man's law should not, cannot, and will not ever supersede God's law. Whether man's law is being an outright righteous law or not. Because if you stop and think about this, whatever laws we get that turn out to be outright righteous absolutely means outright religious had to come from something that God put down first. So we will always hold what God says to be truer than what man says or what man teaches. That's right. Come on now. And the way that is going to work is, is we must listen. Listen to the Bible. It is hard sometimes to understand it because it's such a supreme book. It is such a supreme piece of literature. But we have people like ministers, preachers, Bishop Young, Apostle Olivia Larry, and others, including elders like Miss Bishop and others who are providing us with a guidepost. And these folks have that light given to them by God. It can, the things I've seen in the last 30, 40 years tell me that that's the truth. When people say that God gave them something in their heart, when God gave them an idea or an answer. When I was younger, I didn't quite hear that. But as I got older, it was so prevalent in people who were not even preachers or ministers that God gave them something. So that means something from the heart. That means something from God into your heart, into your soul. All the government can give you is rules, ideas, concepts, and so forth. God gives you everything to teach you how to either accept some of those rules or not accept them. Well, if you are listening to God, you do it the right way. If you're not listening to God, and he does give things to everyone, whether you choose to listen, that is the basic power. That's why everyone who will tell you I would rather listen to God than listen to man. God's not going to lie to you. He's not going to falsify anything for you. Man can do that. And I will leave you with an ugly thought that should give you some pause, but also allow you to think. 
our former president, to my belief, is not being guided by God. He's been given ideals, but he has not learned anything from them. Well, come on, and he, Beach. he doesn't understand. Beach. what God is about. He doesn't understand what God gives him and everybody else is a chance and an opportunity to redeem yourself, to allow your soul to grow in a good manner, in a positive manner, in a righteous manner. You can't and, all, and you will not always be perfect at it. But he sees that you try. That is the difference also between a church and a state is knowing what is right, what is righteous, what belongs in your heart and what belongs in your wallet, in your uh, insurance policy and whatnot. You know the difference about a lot of things. Yes, a lot of the things that come from what man mm -hmm. puts out is influenced by God. Again, that makes him more powerful than anything that is written by man. Anything that is spoken by man unless is spoken of God. When you have, you have a winning product here. The product of living a good life and following in God's rule and him showing you the way you follow his path. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thomas. Thank you so much for that message. And now, before we're going to have our altar call by Mother Renee McKnight. I'd like to you say something. And have him as your personal savior. And forgive you of your sin, and in faith believe that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. So you may come now to uh, give your heart to the Lord. Lord have mercy. Father God. We thank you for those who have come in faith and given their heart and desire to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. You know, we just thank God for this day. We thank you, uh, Elder, our minister, Jimmy Thomas, you know, for that message. You know, People may think that a message is supposed to be uh, loud preaching and, and you know, screaming, but, you know, the teaching is a message from God. When you hear a message, it is from God, so we should not just take anything. That message was very uh, wonderful. That message was very informative because, you know, these are the last days. And we must be able to focus on what the Lord said. We cannot look at at what the world is saying, because if you look at any inch of what they're saying, we see it is in chaos. We see that it has gotten behind. We see that it is uh, turned towards the wrong way. And everybody is 
just compromising what what they should do according to what the Lord says. You know, when they say yeah. our forefathers was uh, believers in Christ Jesus, that United States was founded on God, what the Lord said. But as we see today, that is not so. But see, the message today is the Lord said you have to trust in him. You have to focus on him only because otherwise you'll begin to go in the wrong way. We thank you for this message today. So I'm going to ask uh, Bishop, our Bishop, if you have anything to say yes. before we dismiss. Uh, I do. Uh, I would just like to uh, say, first of all, that um, in agreement with what uh, Apostle said, this was a message to give you information. Now, uh, Minister Lick Baker was asked, I asked him to share some information with us. And um, he did. And he kept it in line with what God put on his heart. But I would like to say that in what he was saying, he's just giving you information. He and 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 one of my spiritual fathers that has gone on to be with with the Lord, Apostle Doctor Larry Hill, used to tell us, "I'm not telling you what to think. I'm telling you to think." And in that in that message that he gave he's giving you information now it's up to you what you do with it he's not telling you what to think he's giving you the facts and he's telling you to think because that's what god had put on his heart today <laughs> and i thank you <clears throat> minister lick baker for coming forth and uh my prayer for you is that God will continue to give you enlightenment. I speak prophetically over you right now in the name of Jesus. That you will expound. You will excel in the word of God. That God will use you for his glory. Because before you were formed in your mother's womb, the Lord knew you. And he had already made the plans for you. He knows what he thinks of us he knows the plans that he has for us and they're to give us new promise his promises are yes and amen and a future filled with hope and i just thank god that you took the initiative to step up and to share the information he was very humble today he actually, you know, uh, has a lot of experience with the polls and with the, he, 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 he volunteers at the polls and he didn't share that, but I'm telling you, and he sees and he knows a lot that's going on, uh, in that area. So I just ask, uh, at some point. When it gets closer, like sometime next year, or whenever God gives you, uh, 
minister Lake Baker that you will uh and you his one of his degrees was uh in in criminal justice I would like for you to come back and to go into more detail because people need to know about their rights to vote rights we have a legal right a lot of times they do things they don't they don't they got so now they don't really advertise anymore you know how they used to tell you we're having voting at this precinct and this they did they don't even do that anymore last year elder bishop and i almost missed it the preliminary you know where you go vote for the sheriff and all this stuff because they didn't have any kind of uh notification and when we pulled up elder bishop you can you can say it when we pulled up they looked shocked the remember the first time we went over to the primary school they looked like what are y'all doing here they were looking at us like why are you here today you know because it hadn't been it hadn't been uh announced it hadn't been you know it's like they looked at us because we're women of color and they looked at us like uh they looked us up and down like what are you doing here and i said elder is it me or are they looking at us like why are you here today she said no bishop they want they're wondering well how did we find out or why are we here i called my sister i said do you know they're voting today she said no I called on the phone. I said, well, you need to call some of your friends and we need to get out and vote. Because they didn't announce anything. They didn't say anything. So I'm saying we welcome the information. And we would love to have you come back to share more in depth with, with the people. Because our people are destroyed for what? A lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. I thank you for coming on today and sharing with us and we want you to come back. You know, God has gifts for everybody. Everybody has gifts and talents. He blessed us with those. And uh we have diversities as well. So I just thank the Lord that he's expounding you know the ministry and we have uh you know people that are you know engaged you know uh, uh apostle olivia she don't say anything she used to be an administrator at a hospital how i know that because she told me and it was on a resume a lot of you all have experience if you want to know anything about moving th things and getting stuff moved and how to go about it, talk to Elder Johnny. He used to work for a company. And they and they cleaned out estates and all kinds of things. We all have various gifts and talents. Amen. I was a nurse for 30-some years. I ran an after-school program. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I've done a little bit of it all. But I'm just saying, we all have experience. 
Elder DeVita, she worked with at-risk youth. You know, she she did all kinds of things. I know this because of their resume. Mother Patricia, she helped raise children, grandchildren, like, you know, all of that. And and worked in, in the textile industry for years. She's also a good barber. She used to be. She could do some hair. She could do some hair. She did her own. You'd think she went to the salon. She'd do her own hair. We all have gifts and talents. And Mother Vernell came to one of our conferences and she ran around that room and, and I never will forget one of our elders was trying to keep up with her. He had to sit down. Mother <laughs> Mother Vernell, <laughs> he couldn't keep up with Mother Vernell because you know why? She Her pace is set. She had a set pace. The race isn't given to the swift nor to the strong. But she had endurance. And that's why he had to sit down. Amen. Amen. So Amen. I thank God for each and every one of you all being on today. Minister Baker, God, I thank God for you. And you just keep up the good work. And we're, we're so happy to have you. We're so happy to have you, and I know Elder Johnny is, because Elder Johnny is a trooper. He stayed here with all these women. <laughs> Praise God, he didn't go anywhere. He's been here with the ladies, and he has hung in there. And we thank God for him. Hallelujah. But now you got somebody, you got, you got somebody now, Elder. Hallelujah. And he likes to look at sports, too. He likes football, too. So we thank the Lord that we're getting more men engaging with us. Amen. So I'll turn it back over to our apostle. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being on today. You know, it is a message in the message. If you listen and you hear what the Lord is saying to us, you know there's a message. So, so we thank you, Minister-elect Thomas Baker, for this message today. So, Lord, we, we thank you for the message and the messenger, Lord. We seal up the word that was spoken. We seal up this time and the information in the name of Jesus. We ask that this will be beneficial to us, Lord. We ask you to continue to bless our families as you lead us in the way that we should go. Conducting our daily lives conduct according to your will and your way, Lord Jesus. And you know the plans, Father God, that you have for our lives. Plans to prosper us and not to hurt yes. us and give us hope. For the future, Father, we just thank you, Lord, because in these end times, we have we don't need you, Lord Jesus. We don't need you for guidance. You're gonna need you to tell us which way that we're supposed to go to sign this or sign that, to go left or to go right. Father, we're gonna need you. We need you for favor, oh Lord. Jesus. Yeah. We need you to keep our focus.
focus on you, Lord Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for this information today, Lord Jesus. Let us put this in our hearts and our minds that we won't go the wrong way, that we may not sin against you, Father God, that we may hear your voice and that we may obey. Oh, we thank you for this day. And we give you all the glory and honor because it does belong to you. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, and now I give the priestly blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord take his, turn his face toward you and give you peace. All in the name of Jesus, we say amen and amen. Amen and amen. And I'm going to sing this. I'm going to sing this because God told me to. Remember, you're the only Jesus that some may ever see. And you're the only Bible that some may ever read. So let them see more of Jesus in you for you're the only jesus some may ever see thank you god bless you amen 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 love you family this is bishop angela young we pray that you uh, were uh, blessed by the service on today. If you have any prayer requests or you'd like to make a donation, you can email us at youngangela48 at yahoo.com or you could cash app us at dollar sign Bishop Angie 60. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you is our prayer. Amen.